The Islanders head to Boston to take on the Bruins in what will be a very challenging game. We have a full preview, plus the latest injury updates on Anthony Bavillier, Adam Pellick, and on Kyle Palmieri. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to get to on today's show, and I'll tell you, uh, this is an important game coming up tonight for the Islanders. We're going to preview it. We'll have the latest injury news, but first, if there's something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question for us, a comment about something we've discussed, or maybe a topic you'd like us to talk about on a future episode, feel free to email the show, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news notes and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So join me on Twitter for some instant insight and analysis. It's always great to interact with Islanders fans game time or any time. So please do feel free to reach out on Twitter, uh, email, or comment on our YouTube page. Let's start with the injury news, because this is important as we head up to Boston for Tuesday's game. The Islanders right now with three players out with injuries. We've got Adam Pellick, Kyle Palmieri, Anthony Bevilier. Two of the three actually practiced with the team Monday as they were preparing for the game against the Bruins. And the first, the two that practiced... Kyle Palmieri, Anthony Bevilier. And Palmieri, he's been out since before Thanksgiving. November 21st, he's got an upper body injury. And basically, he was back and skating with the team. And and essentially, what we're looking at here is I get the feeling that Bevilier is going uh, to be a game-time decision. He said, I'm going to take it day by day, and we'll see how we'll see tomorrow 
how it feels. That's what he said after practice on Monday. So the feeling is that Bavillier is going to be a game-time decision. Palmieri, also a full participant in practice and is hoping to be back. Both Bavillier and Palmieri, either way, they are traveling to Boston with the team for the game. Just becomes a question of whether or not they feel well enough Tuesday night or tonight to play. Adam Pellick still not skating. Did not skate, did not practice with the team on Monday. He also is dealing with an upper body injury. And according to Coach Lane Lambert, he is not going to practice with the team. So, Sebastian Ajo and Robin Salo will both almost certainly be in the lineup against the Bruins. We don't know yet about Anthony Bavillier and Kyle Palmieri. You get the feeling they are game-time decisions. And look, what happens next, Hudson Fashing probably uh, not going to play if you get Palmieri and, and, and Bavillier back. I like Fashing. I don't think he's necessarily, uh, you know the answer to the team's woes, uh, not even woes, but the team's need for uh, a scoring winger. But what I like about Hudson Fashing is he's a great fourth-line guy. He hustles. He forechecks very well. He is smart with the puck, may not be able to finish regularly, but at this point, I think he's a solid fill-in. But Getting Palmieri and or Bavillier back certainly boosts the team's offense, gives them more experience, more of a, a you know a, a veteran other than you know Fashing who doesn't have a lot of NHL experience. And quite honestly, I, I think while neither Palmieri or Bavillier to me are top notch, top six forwards at this point. They're going to need Bo's speed if they can get him in the lineup. And Palmieri's experience and goal scoring, certainly both, would be an asset for the New York Islanders. So, again, it's probably going to be uh, a game-time decision for the two of them. But they are traveling with the team. And as far as I'm concerned, both of those things are positives. Now... Uh, just wanted to basically and briefly touch on our poll that is on our YouTube page for Locked On Islanders. The question is, how do you feel about the Islanders' reverse retro fisherman jerseys? We gave four options. I love them. I like them. They're okay. And thanks, but no thanks. So, We are going to read some of the comments, and I I also got an email about it. We're going to talk about all of that on tomorrow's show. And uh, again, uh, in fact, you know what? We're going to talk about it on Thursday's show. So that's going to give everybody Tuesday and Wednesday to complete the voting and uh, get your votes in, your comments in, and then we'll review them. But it's an interesting result so far. As to how, uh, you know, fans are voting on the reverse retro fisherman jerseys that the Islanders played with Saturday. And they'll, they'll bring them out five more times. 
before the end of this season. And then, well, we'll see if they're back for 2023-2024. But as of right now, in mid-December, we got at least five more games with the reverse retros. And I'll say this. They were pretty popular at UBS Arena. I did see a lot of them in the stands, and even some people wearing the original Fisherman jersey with the aqua colors and, you know, dating back to the mid-19, mid to late 1990s, 96, 97, 98. Uh, so, again, interested in your comments and suggestions, but that's where we stand right now. So, a couple more days, and then we'll announce the votes and the comments. We have got more to discuss on today's show. Big game coming up against the Boston Bruins tonight in Beantown. We have a full preview of what it's going to take to beat one of the best, if not the best teams in hockey as of right now. So we'll break it all down for you. We've got that plus a former Islanders captain will be our Islanders birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup, and of course the NHL. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We are always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Islanders and Bruins, you know the Islanders are underdogs tonight. Check out the odds at betonline.net, and maybe your knowledge of the Islanders can earn you a few extra dollars. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So tonight, Islanders, Bruins in Boston. I don't have to tell most of you how good the Boston Bruins have been this year. And yeah, they are cooling off just a, a, a little bit right now. But 27 games so far this season, 22 wins four losses, one overtime or shootout loss, 45 points in 27 games, first place in the Atlantic Division, and this is a team that is just hitting on all cylinders. They have won two of their last three, but lost two of their last four, and, you know, that's a little unusual. That's sort of new territory for the Bruins, but when I go over these numbers, you're going to understand why this team is so difficult to beat. Goals for 105 in 27 games. That places them second in the league. Goals against only 57 in 27 games. First in the league. Power play. Top five. Third in the league. 
28.2% success rate. Penalty kill, numero uno in the league, 85.4% success rate. It is not easy to beat this team anywhere, really. Uh, And at home in particular, it is extremely difficult to beat the Boston Bruins. How difficult? Well, at home right now, the Bruins are 14 wins, no losses, and one overtime loss. 15 home games, no regulation losses. That is an incredible mark for any team, and it's going to mean that the Islanders really have their hands full. They have two goalies who are both playing quite well, but the big story is uh, Linus Olmark. He is 16-1 and on the year, a 177 goals against average, a 941 save percentage. So if it is Olmark in goal for the Islanders, uh, for the Bruins rather, the Islanders will certainly have their hands full. And Olmark did play their last game, which was against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, but, you know, that was on Sunday. So whether or not they go back with Olmark or go with Jeremy Swayman, who is the backup Swayman, 5-3-1, and three and one, a 2.80 goals against average, but only an 887 save percentage. So Swayman has been pretty good, but not spectacular. Olmark off the charts good. Then you look at the offense. David Pasternak, 19 goals, 19 assists in 27 games. Patrice Bergeron, 22 points. Brad Marchand, 21 points. Taylor Hall, 11 goals at this point in the season. This is a team that is just deep, skilled, physical, and speedy, and it all starts with that very, very dangerous top line. How do you slow down Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, and David Pasternak? Because that is a trio that is hard to beat. And then the second line, not bad. Pavel Zaka, uh, Taylor Hall, Jake DeBrusque, that's a very good second line. Charlie Coyle uh, could play second line on a lot of teams, but Perfect for the third line center, Craig Smith to his left, Trent Frederick to his right, and then the fourth line, Thomas Nosek, centering Nick Felino and A.J. Greer. On defense, Charlie McAvoy and Hampus Lindholm are the top pair. Derek Forbert and Connor Clifton are the second pair, and Matt Greslick and Brandon Carlo are the third pair. As we mentioned, Excuse me, the goaltenders are Olmark and Swayman. Krejci right now, kind of listed as day-to-day. We'll see if he is able to come back and rejoin the team. If he does, that's even harder, makes the task even harder for the New York Islanders. Look, this game in particular, even more than the game against the Devils, even more than the game against the Hurricanes. You really want to have Adam Pellick back in your lineup, but they're not going to. And I think it'll be vital for Ryan Pulak to 
you'll probably see him on the ice for 24, 25, maybe more minutes. And I think it'll be vital for a guy like Scott Mayfield to have a good game. I think we're going to see more minutes from Mayfield. And then the other thing is this. How do you free up enough room against this Bruins team to create offense? The Bruins do not typically allow a lot of quality chances. And the Islanders are a team that needs to, they're going to need to really work hard and get those dirty goals, those rebounds, those deflections. You need. Here are some players who I think are going to have to really be big. This is not going to be an easy game for a guy like Matthew Barzal because there's not going to be a lot of room to skate. But Anders Lee, Zach Parise, guys who are going to go to the front of the net and battle for position and get it, they are critical when you're going up against a, a, a team as big and as talented as the Bruins. The other thing is Charlie McAvoy. Uh, interesting to keep an eye on him. Uh, you know, seven points on the power play, but 14 points in 14 games right now. So he's not at the top of their uh scoring list right now, but because he missed 13 games, uh, he's still producing as a defenseman at a point-per-game clip, and he is a big part of the top power play unit. They drop Pasternak back to the point on that top unit and go with Bergeron, DeBrusque, and Marchand up front, Pasternak and McAvoy on the points. That is not an easy unit to defend, and then Greslick and Felino are on the points on the second power play unit with Zaka, Coyle, and Hall out there. And I'll tell you, the penalty kill has been outstanding. We mentioned that they aren't first in the league. So, and with the power play third, the other thing the Islanders are going to need to do without any question, stay out of the box. Do not allow the Boston Bruins to have a lot of chances with the extra attacker because they will take advantage. By the way, the Bruins already have two shorthanded goals, one by Nosek and one by Coyle. Islanders have to be wary of that when they're on the power play because, again, this unit on the PK, so, so dangerous. I would say it is Sorokin versus Olmark, but we'll see whether or not the Bruins go with Swayman. They... Again, played on Sunday, so they had one day off on Monday before playing the Islanders. And they don't play again until Thursday, and it's another home game. They're in the middle of a pretty... This is the first game of a uh, five-game homestand for the Boston Bruins. So I think we're going to see Olmark. I think we're going to see Sorokin for the Islanders. And this is going to be... They're going to need a complete 60-minute effort. Can't come out slow and give up two goals early and hope to come back. This is where you got to show that you can go toe-to-toe with arguably the best team in the league. And if they're not the best, they're certainly in the top two or three. The Islanders were able to pull together and beat the Devils on the road Friday. This is an even tougher uh 
an even tougher matchup only because it's not a division game. It's not a rivalry, and the Bruins are just so tough to beat at home. I said it on yesterday's show, and I'll reiterate it now. This swing of games between now and the holiday break is going to tell us a lot about this Islanders team. And it's not even that they have to win all these games. You know, it's they have six games between now and the holiday break. And, you know, I, I want them to get at least six points in these six games. But the key in my mind is not getting all the points. It's playing well in every one of these games and then letting the chips fall where they may. You play well against the Bruins and the Devils and the Golden Knights and the Rangers and the Panthers and the Avalanche, the defending Stanley Cup champions. You show a lot. And that is what we need to see from this team. What is this team made of? This stretch is really going to tell us and it's going to tell us how badly the Islanders need to add some offense or add some other talented players to this roster to be true contenders. We have got more to get to on today's show. Our Islanders birthday of the day is uh, a former Islanders captain uh, who was acquired uh, from the Montreal Canadiens, played in the late 2000s, early 2010s for the Isles. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got that, plus some important final thoughts. All that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And Sunday was the 45th birthday of former Islanders captain and defenseman Mark Streit. Streit, originally drafted by the Montreal Canadiens in the ninth round. He was an afterthought of the 2004 NHL entry draft, played in Switzerland, his native country, born in Bern, Switzerland, uh, through 1998-99, and then came over, uh, went back to Switzerland, was in the minors in the around 1999-2000, came back to Switzerland, and then came back to stay in the in North America with the Habs in 2005-2006 came to the Islanders for the 08-09 season put together his best year that season 16 goals and 56 points in just 74 games followed that up with 49 and 47 point seasons before a uh, less stellar 2012-2013 campaign where he was limited to 48 games 6 goals 20 Seven points there. Good offensive defenseman, good shot, good passer, very good on the power play, and he did wear the captain's C for the New York Islanders. After leaving the Isles, played for the Flyers, Penguins, and Canadiens briefly for two games in the 17-18 season. Uh, For his NHL career, Mark Streit, 786 games, 96 goals, 434 points, and 374 penalty minutes add 34 playoff games, uh, only six of those coming with the Islanders, four goals, 15 points, and 18 penalty minutes. With the Isles, six games in 2013 in the postseason, five points, two goals, three assists, so he certainly did well. We look 
at one of the better games that Mark Streit played as an Islander. We take you back to March 15th, 2009 at the United Center in Chicago. Islanders and the Blackhawks. Peter Menino in goal for the Islanders against Nikolai Habibulin for the Blackhawks. It was a scoreless first period, but in the second, the Islanders go on the power play. Matt Walker shot the puck over the glass. It was a delay of game call. And our Islanders' birthday of the day, Mark Streit, tallies on the ensuing power play, his 14th. Kyle Oposo and Richard Park, the assist at 12-19. But the Blackhawks even it up a little more than three minutes later. Christopher Stieg is 20th from Dustin Bufflin and Martin Havlat. That ties it at 1 at 15:40. But the Islanders strike again later in the second period. Two minutes and nine seconds later, to be exact. Richard Park, his 11th from Blake Como and Radek Martinek at 17:49, And then another power play chance. Cam Barker off for interference. Franz Nielsen, the great Dane, his fifth from our Islanders' birthday of the day, Mark Streit and Blake Como. After 40 minutes, 3-1 Isles. In the third period, another power play chance. Christopher Stieg heads off for tripping and right off the ensuing faceoff. Mark Streit, his 15th, second of the game. Bruno Gervais, Kyle Oposo with the assist at 746. A late power play with Brandon Witt off for roughing. Patrick Kane is 23rd from Troy Brower and Cam Barker. That made it 4-2, but that was all she wrote. The Islanders skate away with the win. Peter Menino, 40 saves in this one to earn the win. Islanders were actually outshot 42-19 in this one, but emerged with the win for Mark Streiter, Islanders' birthday of the day. Two goals, three points. And he had three shots on goal, so a strong game for Mark Streit, and he is our Islanders' birthday of the day. We all know that this is going to be a tough test for the Islanders, but I think it is critical that they show what they can do during this stretch. And I have a feeling that they are going to show a lot of heart over these next six games and that they will play well in at least five of them. We'll see. I'm going to say one game they'll be subpar. The only quote-unquote easy game during this stretch is Arizona, but it's part of a West Coast road trip. That's not easy, and we all know, Islander fans know for sure, you can't go to sleep on any team in the National Hockey League. So, Let's see what the Islanders do. This is an eight-game stretch that gets them to the holiday break. They're one and one in the first two. Let's see what this team is made of, but I'm cautiously optimistic heading into Boston tonight. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back tomorrow with our key takeaways from this game and our weekly farm report. Remember, two more days, today and tomorrow, to get in your vote on our YouTube page on the Fisherman jerseys. Feel free to email, comment, and we'll read some of the good ones on Thursday's show. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course... 
Let's go Islanders!